0: Well, tomorrow, tomorrow, not today, we get to try out the coyote sound effect. (coughs) Get ready for that. (laughs) Full moon at, uh, what is it, 7.13, I believe, in the morning. Tomorrow, we will have a Sagittarian full moon. And that presents a problem because today the moon is in Scorpio. Well, no problem. We will get it there. When does that happen? It happens tonight at 10.39 Eastern Time. So all day today, we have a Scorpio moon, and then there's a void, of course, that begins at 5.19 p.m. All times are Eastern, as always. That sets us up for the moon moving into Sagittarius, where tomorrow we have a full moon and an eclipse. So this is a big deal with the moon, but I'm going to be a curmudgeon. So fair warning, I'm going to throw some water on the campfire here. But in a minute, well, (laughs) let's set up the campfire first. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tomorrow it'll be all right. It'll be okay. now y'all going to stay with me. So <laughs> 7: 11 in the morning, Eastern time is when the eclipse starts and then it peaks at 7: 19 and then it ends at 726. That's a shorty. It's like 14 minutes, very short eclipse by eclipse standards and only visible in the United States. Like there's this swath of Western U.S. and it's kind of an upside down bell curve shape that goes down. So if you're in the eastern U.S. where I am, won't see it. Of course, it'll be light. If you are in Europe, you won't see it. If you're in Japan, Malaysia, certain parts of Australia, you'll get it. Okay, now that's tomorrow's business. That's the full moon and the eclipse tomorrow. Let's bring our territory back to today because we have today's business. And like I said, yesterday, today, we've been in this Scorpio moon. So we'll have that all through the rest of today. But here's something of note. So this Scorpio moon is in a grand trine. So just think of a big triangle in the middle of the chart. And the three points of the triangle are the moon... Mars, which is in Cancer, which is grumpy over there in Cancer. And then Neptune. Ooh, Neptune is in Pisces. Now, this grand trine, this little whiff of energy, will only be there until about 3 o'clock this afternoon Eastern Time. But while it's there, you could use this to really do some deep internal digging. So if you have something that you're working on, Right here ahead of this eclipse, you could grab your journal and do what you do. I really strongly advocate this. Do what you do to get in your prime zone. For me, hiking trail. Boom. For you, what is it? Yoga, bubble bath, traditional meditating, sitting perhaps cross-legged or sitting and just quieting, maybe some music, whatever it is where your most amplified zone is Take some time before 3 o'clock Eastern to get into it. If you have questions or are working through things with the universe, not saying it'll show up, but I'm just saying prime time for receptivity. Now, let's talk about the eclipse for just a minute, because I was going to spend time on that today, give you a little outlook of what my plan is for the week here. Talk about the eclipse for the rest of today, and then... We'll do the eclipse tomorrow with all of the other aspects, which there are some key ones, including a square with Jupiter. What does that mean? Then I'm looking at taking the rest of the week as a little break. I pushed it too hard last week, and I am still kind of paying for it. So I'm going to take a little break. I'd mentioned this back when we had the big last break that, like, sometimes you just need to, you know, recharge and refresh. The sky is fairly quiet. In fact, it's very quiet after this eclipse. It is very quiet. So really, we're just following the moon literally through Sunday. So I'm going to use that to just step back and take a little break, and we'll be back together on Monday the 31st. Okay, let me tell you my eclipse journey, and I'm not right. This is my experience. Astrology has been on my radar since 2008. I really ramped up my study of it in 2018. The podcast started in 2019. So this is a, you know, i say in relative terms, my goodness, you take a guy like Steve Forrest, who is 72, who has been doing readings for 50 years. I mean, that gives you a context of things when you see this over and over and over. But... I got real excited about the 2017 full solar eclipse, if you remember, that happened in certain parts of the United States. And I was close to a full eclipse area. So I went to Casper, Wyoming and experienced the full solar eclipse. And I got to tell you, if you ever have the opportunity to see one, definitely make arrangements to go. It is a natural phenomenon that is absolutely incredible. Casper, I guess, would be a foothills kind of mountain kind of area terrain but the only thing i could imagine that would be more incredible is if you were out on the middle of the ocean in a boat and you just had a full uninterrupted horizon level 360 when that glow starts to drift down onto the horizon would just send chills down your spine thinking about it so it's an amazing event but I took it really seriously in light of all of the manifesting, and I made an extensive list of stuff that was, well, let's just say a stretch. <laughs> and I went back and reviewed that list in light of what's happening tomorrow. Now, first of all, people say that lunar eclipses are subordinate or less than solar eclipses. So, okay, let's, let's consider that. But very little from that list unfolded. I think there are some setups Yes, absolutely. Some setups. And with that kind of a major eclipse, I would absolutely give that a long series of solar and lunar cycles to unfold. Okay, granted. And actually, one of those things was a Subaru Outback, which I just got one. And uh, that was one of the things on that list that I totally had forgotten about. But, hey, that was something that was there. You know what? In light of time, I'm going to defer this now to tomorrow. So we'll come back and do myths tomorrow, but I just wanted to keep this proportionate. But I think that there are a lot of myths around eclipses, and that's what we'll talk about, are some myths from around the world and what I think eclipses or how I think eclipses should be framed. And it basically is just taking what's there and experiencing the natural wonder. But I'll tell you why when we get back together tomorrow. Eclipse Day, Howl at the Moon Day, Full Moon Day, and our last day for this week of podcasts. All tomorrow on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. See you then. Bye-bye.